0: If you can go ahead and fill one of those out. Or you can wait as you leave. Uh, we want you to fill them out. We'd like to, we've got about 100 of them out there. We'd like all of them filled out and signed today so that we can give them to different officers and departments um, this week. So uh, feel free to go out there and do that as we're getting started. This side might be awake that side I think they're all sleeping over there so we're gonna try that one more time good morning, good morning. all right at least I know you're awake now I've got to uh, Justin going around if you are a police officer here this morning that we may not recognize because you may not be in uniform um, if you don't mind as you see him go around we need your your name uh, for something we need to do so uh, we're collecting those names not, we'll give it back to you at the end of the day I promise Yeah. All right. So, all right. Well, we're glad you're here today. Today is a special day for us as a church because we want to do two things today. First of all, we want to uh, uh, tell our community that we uh, appreciate and are praying for and support our law enforcement, every area of our law enforcement. And we're going to be doing that today in our recognition service in just a few moments. But we're also doing something else today. As a church, we're ordaining a, a deacon. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that as well today and how the two come together. So we're glad you're here this morning, and uh, we hope that you will take part in our service this morning as we honor those heroes and those men and women who are standing on the front lines for us as well as those who are called out to serve our church. Uh, Ron, you got a song you want to lead us in?
1: We're all going to stand and sing together
0: the doxology. Doxology. J15 in your hymnals can have
2: our first video please Policeman. Police. a policeman is a composite of what all men are I guess a mingling of saint and sinner dust and deity called statistics wave the fan over stinkers underscore instances of dishonesty and brutality because they are news that really means is that they are exceptional. They are unusual. They are not commonplace. Buried under the froth is the fact, and the fact is that less than one-half of one percent of policemen misfit that uniform, and that is a better average than you'd find among clergymen. What is a policeman? He of all men is at once the most needed and the most wanted a strangely nameless creature who is sir to his face and pig or worse behind his back. He must be such a diplomat that he can settle differences between individuals so that each will think he won, but if a policeman is neat, he's conceited. If he's careless, he's a bum. If he's pleasant, he's a flirt. If he's not, he's a grouch. He must make instant decisions which would require months for a lawyer, but If he hurries, he's careless, if he's deliberate, he's lazy. He must be first to an accident, infallible with a diagnosis. He must be able to start breathing, stop bleeding, tie splints, and above all, be sure the victim goes home without a limp, or expect to be sued. The police officer must know every gun, draw on the run, and hit where it doesn't hurt. He must be able to whip two men twice his size and half his age without damaging his uniform and without being brutal. If you hit him, he's a coward. If he hits you, he's a bully. A policeman must know everything and not tell. He must know where all of the sin is and not partake. The policeman from a single human hair must be able to describe the crime, the weapon, the criminal, and tell you where the criminal is hiding. But if he catches the criminal, he's lucky. If he doesn't, he's a dunce. If he gets promoted, he has political pull. If he doesn't, he's a dullard. The policeman must chase bum leads to a dead-end, stake out ten nights to tag one witness who saw it happen but refuses to remember. He runs files and writes reports until his eyes ache to build a case against some felon who will get dealed out by a shameless shameless or an honorable who isn't honorable. The policeman must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman and of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary.
3: Amen. Amen. I don't know about you all, but that's hard-hitting. I just have a few announcements. Parents, I'm already talking to most of you about 6th through 12th graders and our boot camp coming up in August. We will have a parents meeting on the 23rd of June just before Wednesday night service. So please be here for that. If you have any questions before or after, just let us know and we'll be happy to accommodate. We are shooting for July 11th to begin Children's Church. Um, We have a good size rotation. And to all of you that are willing to serve, thank you including our law enforcement, thank you. I don't know what else to say, but thank you. VBS is in full swing and will be uh, June 18th through the 22nd, I believe. July, July. sorry, we're in June. July 18th through the 22nd. And we also are still in need of some nursery volunteers. If you got a bulletin, I hope you'll take a peek at it because there's more information in there. But also please remember the Matkins family. There's some specific prayer requests listed there for McKenna and the parents as she continues to battle cancer and receive chemo. Uh, She does have some scans tomorrow, and we're praying, just like we always do, that she will be either in remission or will be completely obliterated. She needs prayers, the family needs prayers, and they're having a tough time. So please continue to remember them and these. And I believe that is it for me.
0: Alright, we also want to recognize other visitors here this morning, so if you're visiting here for the first time or haven't been in a long time, um, would you just slip up your hand, we have a visitor's card for you this morning that we'd like you to fill out, uh, right right there behind um, Jeff, uh, alright, they're getting them, and up here, one's going one way and the going the other, so, alright, as they're doing that, um, um, we want to uh, recognize all our visitors, and we're glad you're here. Did you get these folks that are sitting with Butch? Up here with Butch? So, all right, well, we're glad you're here to support either our police officers or uh, Butch and his ordination, or you're just here because uh, you are here worshiping. We're glad you're here this morning, and uh, um, we're excited to be a part of that. All right, so what we're going to do now is we're going to take a few moments to begin the process of uh, recognizing our law enforcement. So um, we got a little something that we want to do today. And uh, I want to begin by just talking about uh, some things that the Lord laid on my heart this week as I was putting this all together. Today, as we recognize a group of people and to ordain a man into a group who are called to serve the people, When I realized the date that the church had selected for the appreciation to our law enforcement fell in line with the date that Butch and I had talked about doing his ordination, I kind of wondered how that was going to come together. The more that I began to plan, the more that I began to put the two together and work on things, the more that I saw several similarities that I wanted to point out this morning uh, to these two offices. Uh, to those that have been called into law enforcement, and to those who have been called into the office of deacon. Um, The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 13, verses 17 through 18, which I will be speaking to a little later on, but I wanted to read that scripture reference to you this morning. It says, Obey them that have the rule over you, and submit yourself, for they watch for your souls, as they must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief. And I thought about that and how did that fits so well both to the office of deacon and to our law enforcement. They have been given a charge to watch over us as a people and we need to make sure that we are supporting them in such a way that they are not grieved every day as they have to go to work, worried about how the public is going to respond to them. The Bible goes on to say, for it is unprofitable for you when you do this. And it is in both offices, it is unprofitable for us as a nation to treat our officers with disrespect as well as it is for the church to treat those in the office of deacon with disrespect. And here's what the Bible says in verse 18, pray for us. And I know that that is a a call both from the law enforcement field as well as from our deacons. It says, pray for us for we trust that we will have a good conscience in all things, willing to live honestly. I read that verse and I really felt the heart uh, of so many of our police officers here in our own county. Those men that want to live honestly and uprightly before our community as they do their job, as well as those in in the office of deacon. So as we consider law enforcement and, uh, and, and encouraging them today, in the office of deacon and encouraging them today, it's worth noting a few things. First of all, I believe that both are a calling from God, because if not, no one would give what it takes to do either of these jobs correctly. And you go ahead and say amen wherever you think you need to. It'll be all right. All right? Um, I believe both are called to serve the people who they are given charge over. I think both the office of deacon as well as uh, the law enforcement and the particular areas of law enforcement that we have in our own county um, I, you know, the more that I dug into it, the more that I found the different agencies that we have right here in Ashe County that, that are law enforcement that represent us and protect us in so many different ways. And I believe it takes a family commitment from both. It takes a family commitment for them to go out every day and do what they do. And I could go on and on, and I thought of several others, but I thought that our time would be well spent if I just moved on. But I will will let the charge that I'll be giving to the church a little later on speak a little bit more about how that you and I as a community and as a church should respond to both of these offices, the office of deacon and the office of law enforcement. So today, as we as a church want to recognize law enforcement appreciation and prayer, as a day in which we offer unto you our appreciation and as we are going to pray for you in the different departments and the different positions. We want those of you that have come to let others know that couldn't be here today, that we appreciate their service to our community and that we are praying for your safety and the wisdom that you need every day as you serve our community. I thought about something that I carry around in my pocket all the time. It's a little cross, a little metal cross that Butch introduced me to a few years ago and brought up one Wednesday night and said, I had a friend make these and I just thought we might be able to use them in the church somewhere. And we've given out lots of these since. And I put one in my pocket and every day I carry that with me. It is there as a reminder for me that the Lord goes wherever I go and that He is always with me. It's also a gentle reminder to me that there is always someone praying for me. So today, we want those of you that have come to celebrate this Law Enforcement Day with us, we have a cross for your pocket with a little saying that reads, I carry a cross in my pocket, a simple reminder to me of the fact that I am a Christian and no matter where I may be, this little cross is not magic, nor is it a good luck charm. It isn't meant to protect me from every physical harm, It's not for identification for all the world to see, it's simply an understanding between my savior and me. When I put my hand in my pocket to bring out a coin or a key, the cross is there to remind me of the price that he paid for me. It reminds me too to be thankful for my blessings day by day and to serve him better in all that I do and say. It's also a daily reminder of peace and comfort I share with all who know my master and give themselves to his care. So I carry my cross in my pocket to remind me, but one to remind me, but that Jesus Christ is Lord of my life, and and only I'll let him be. So that's something that we want to give to each and every one of our law enforcement today um, that have come, and we're going to present that to you in a little while when we call you forward. Um, So we are here today to show our appreciation, and as we do that, we want you to know that as a church, we are thankful for you. And we set this time aside today to to make it known to you. And I know that many of our law enforcement had uh, their own churches to go to and other things that they had to do. Some are working. um, But we want you to know and we're going to recognize even those that could not be here today. So um, as you uh, receive uh, these little things of recognition, We want you to know that it comes with a heartfelt prayer as well, so we'll be doing that as well. So what we're going to do at this time is uh, we're going to uh, begin that process of uh, recognizing and praying for. So if you're an officer here today, uh, would you please do us the honor and come forward and and stand up here? Um, We want to present you um, one of these crosses in the pocket and... and, uh, And then we want to pray for you. So come on right up here. Thank you. All right. What we want to do as a church is we want to, first of all, say thank you to these officers. Let's give them a hand. Now, for those of you that know, um, we, we have some officers that are actually members of our church. Uh, one of them is standing up here today, Sergeant Kevin Aldridge. And uh, Kevin, we wanted to present that to you today and to thank you for your service. And Jonathan Phillips, who is the son of the deacon that we're going to ordain today, also serves uh, on the highway patrol, and we want you to have that as well today, sir. We appreciate you both being here representing. Uh, We have some other officers. Officer Tyler Green, who could not be here this morning. And then uh, Police Chief Brad Jordan. So we want to recognize those two members as well of our church. And we will give them these certificates uh, so that they will have them. Uh, What we're going to do now is I'm just going to ask you to join me as we pray for uh, these officers. Father, we come before you today and thank you for the office of law enforcement lord across our 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 land we have uh, men and women who stand bravely between us and danger lord many different offices uh, of law enforcement and different many different callings upon their life but each one has taken a commitment to stand between trouble and us and lord so we ask that father that you would give your angels charge over them to travel in their uh, police cars with them and to go before them when they have to, to, to go into dangerous situations. And we pray that your hand of grace and protection would be upon them, that you would cause them, O oh Lord, to know that they do not walk the streets or drive the roads or, or, or encounter people on their own, but you are faithful to be there with them. Lord, we want to thank you for the privilege of being able to recognize them today, to be able to pray over them today, and to uh, lift our voice before you and ask, Father, for your protection upon them. We know that, Father, that these days in which we're living, we also have to pray for wisdom. We pray that you would give them the wisdom uh, uh, that uh, comes not from the things of this earth, but from heaven above. Lord, because in our society today, they need the wisdom to make the right decision and choose the right things at the right time. And, and we are so thankful, Father, that you, O oh Lord, uh, have called them to this very place.
4: So, Father, would you minister
0: your grace and mercy to not only these two officers that are here today, but to all of the officers uh, in our county. We're thankful for each one, both the men and the women who serve in all the different areas of our uh, law enforcement. So thank you for the privilege, O Lord, to be able to lift our voice before you. We pray ahead your protection upon them that are even uh, protecting our streets even right now. Lord, would you be with them where they are, we pray. And we ask it in Jesus' name and all God's people said. Amen. Amen. Those, thank you. Thank you just a second. Yep. I would be remiss if I didn't, thank you. You may hear us trouble a little bit, but you will never hear us complain about where we get to work. We are extremely blessed to be able to work in this area, and we do not take that for granted. And we can't be successful without your support. So thank you very much. All right, if we'd play that opposite video.
4: Dear officer, I want you to know that I see you. I see you choose the booth and the restaurant that allows you to have your back against the wall. I see you pulled over two hours past your shift as you finish your reports under a streetlight. I see you as you direct traffic in the scorching heat, the gusting snow and the downpour of rain. I see you as you watch mainstream media crucify your character while minimizing your cause. I see that you are tired, frustrated, and misunderstood. I see that you are hurting as the world watches you bury your brothers and sisters that died because they were guilty of one thing, wearing a uniform with a badge. I see you. I see that you are flesh and bones just like me. I see your cause and I want you to know that I appreciate it. I hear you. I hear the sound of the garage door open after a long night of consistent tragedy. I hear the sounds of your heavy footsteps, and I can instantly tell what kind of day it has been for you. I hear the sound of your duty belt hit the kitchen table as you relieve your back from the 30 extra pounds you've been carrying all day. I recognize the sound of Velcro as you unstrap your body armor and your work boots. I hear the sound of your little boy's bedroom door open as you enter his room. I hear the sound of you kissing his cheek and whispering that you love him. the sound of your heartbeat as you choose not to share your day because you know that it will only scare me and even though you do not speak I still hear you I still know that something happened on your shift that has broken your heart I feel you I feel the difference in the way you hug me before you leave to go to the grocery store and the way you hug me before you leave for one more night on your beat I feel the grip of your hand as they wheel you back to surgery to fix an injury you have sustained on the job. I feel the wetness of your tears as you try to make sense of the tiny life that was taken by the hands of her parents. I feel the sigh of relief when you see your little boy running towards you after you've experienced too much darkness in the world. I feel the sinking of your morale As you watch a very vocal and sparse opposition flood social media with their misplaced passion for their idea of justice. I feel the way you look at me as you read that one more of your brothers or sisters have fallen victim to a hate crime. We both know it could have been you. I need you. We need you. I know the world is making you feel like the only allies you have can be found in each other. I know that it is becoming increasingly more difficult for you to put your life on the line for a world that has seemingly turned their backs on you. But I also know that won't stop you. What the world seems to forget is that you don't suit up every day for their approval. God knows you don't do it for the money. You do it because it's your calling. You do it because you believe that you can help goodness persevere in the face of evil. You've chosen to be a warrior, and warriors don't hang up their hats because of the opinion of someone else. I wish I knew how to fix it. The only thing I know how to do is support you. I'm aware that there isn't a magic solution that will make the world see you for who you are. I just want you to know that I see you. I need you to know that you are appreciated by a vast majority who is in your corner. You are honorable. You are courageous. You are worthy of a nation's support. We see you. We hear you. We love you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for getting up one more day to protect my family. You are undeniably my heroes.
0: You know, there are those that are active every day, still going out. But there are those who have served our community over the years and who have now retired out of law enforcement. And we want you to know that we appreciate your dedication and your service that you gave throughout your years. And I'm going to ask Brother Tom, if he would, just to stand where he is and, and to offer a word of prayer for you. Before you do that, would you just ask any of those, any of you that are retired, Steve, if you would, any others that are retired from law enforcement, just stand So that we can recognize you, let's give him a hand. Tom, if you'd ask a blessing upon that retired group.
1: or late last night, he's a thirty year veteran.
0: go ahead and recognize each of those as you. No, just just, we'll we'll do it after. Yeah. All
3: right. Well, we know that there are many, many departments in law enforcement, and we wanted to try to get all of them, because all of them are important. Amen, church? Amen. Amen. That was better. So we want to take a moment to recognize each of those departments, and then I want to uh, take a few moments to pray for each of those departments as well, and Uh, when we do that. So first of all, we want to appreciate the North Carolina State Highway Patrol. Very, very important. And a department I'm a little bit closer with, because I know a few of them and administered to some of them, the West Jefferson Police Department. The Appalachian State University Police, very important. The Ashe County Sheriff's Office. The Ashe County Magistrates. And the North Carolina Park Rangers, because their job is just as difficult sometimes. George, <clears throat> it's hard to know what to say. First of all, we should be saying what everybody's thinking is that this should be a standard, not an exception. When it comes to people that put their lives on the line every single day just so that we can go to our bed at night, sleep peacefully, and know that if we do have a problem, we can call somebody that's willing to help even if they've had a long, terrible day and have to leave their family and put their life on the line. This is not something that should be taken lightly. And with all the political turmoil and all the junk and the noise going on in the world, we should be the first people to stand up and say how important this job is and how much they should be appreciated and taken care of and supported. Amen? Amen. I've seen both sides. i had a brother and sister that set the standard in a bad way, and and even those officers that I've had dealing with, even when they were being disrespected, were of more character and integrity than a lot of people I've met over my life. So, With that in mind, um, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. We're going to pray for these departments. Uh, We're just going to ask God's blessing upon them, His safety, His provision. Um, If you have somebody that you know personally in one of those departments, please lift them up to the Lord. Lift up um, the top of the ladder, so to speak, because we know everything rolls downhill. Um, And let's just go to the Lord in prayer for them today. Heavenly Father, thank you again, first and foremost, Lord, that you are a God of mercy and grace, that you are a God of forgiveness, that even though we didn't deserve it, you came into this world in the most fragile of positions as a babe in a manger so that you could live the perfect life, And shed your blood on the cross of Calvary so that we, Lord, sinners, would be forgiven for our sin. And then you rose to life, Lord, so that not only we would be forgiven, but, Father, that we would have eternal life. That we would be resurrected one day. For he who believes in Jesus, even though he dies, will live. And he who believes in Jesus and lives will never die. Lord, we believe this. Lord, we believe this in a very difficult, devastating In tumultuous environment, Lord, it's tough nowadays, Father, to be an officer that carries any badge under the law because, Lord, for some strange reason, we have come to a place in our life where we disrespect and we dishonor those that deserve the most respect and most honor. That's right. Lord, I don't know what's going on in the world and why we're there, but Father, I know that these men and women who get up every single day and leave their families to serve in a capacity that none of us, most of us are not even willing to do, deserve support. They deserve our strength. They deserve our uh, recognition. They deserve us, Lord, to be behind them and to pray for them and to lift them up. Lord, there's so many departments that you have instituted for us, and we're thankful that each one of them, Lord, we know the standard is, is the men and women of integrity who serve with wholeheartedness because they care, not because they're just going to do a job. And Lord, that's a serious call to put the badge on in any department. And Lord, right now, I want to pray for interdepartment turmoil. I want to pray for inter-office turmoil within those departments. I want to pray for those that are leading those departments or in those departments, Lord, that may have ulterior motives or even though they're supposed to be on the same team, may seem to be fighting against the team. Lord, I don't know what's going on in all of these departments, but you do. Yes, Lord. It's difficult. It's tough. Paperwork is much. Crime never stops. Lord, you are a God of strength. You are a God of perfection, and you never stop, and you never sleep. And Lord, I pray right now that your grace and your mercy and the spirit of supernatural strength and provision and care and compassion would be poured out, Lord, as a flood upon these men and women that serve in these departments. It's tough, Lord. I know there's hurt, I know there's pain, I know there's frustration, I know there's bureaucracy and red tape and all kinds of things that get in the way of them doing their job and what they've been called to do. But Lord, I also just pray that your spirit of peace would be upon them because you did promise that in this world we would have trouble and that you would give us peace, but not of the world because the world can't give us peace. It can give us turmoil and chaos and hatred, but Lord, you give us peace and love and unity, And so, Father, that's what I pray right now for each one of these departments, that each one of them, Lord, would fill your grace and your hand of mercy upon them and that they would just be strengthened, Lord, knowing that people are backing them, that there are people in this world that still respect them and love them and care for them and pray for them. And, God, all of this is possible and will be possible and will continue to be possible through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, the perfect Lamb of God who takes away our sin. Please, Lord, make yourself a reality to them. Show them, Lord, that you care, that you walk with them every single day. Give them the wisdom that they need to fight the battles that they fight, small and large. Lord, nothing's too small for you. Nothing's too big for you. They can take it to you, and they can come out of it through you. Lord, if there's any turmoil in each one of their lives right now in their departments or caused by their departments or or whatever it is, Lord, I just pray for you to be in the midst of that. Resolve it as you know how to resolve things, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you that you have called men and women to serve where most of us cannot and will not. Thank you that you have called them to leave every day, their families, their loved ones, their friends, knowing, Lord, that this could be the day or could not be the day. Thank you that you strengthen them to do all that they do, from paperwork to running the streets to all the things that they have to do, God. Unfathomable in some regard. And still, they walk around with a smile and integrity and character and provision and love and compassion. That's a tall order to fill, God. Thank you that you have called these people to that. Please continue to bless them, give them provision, lead God and direct their steps each and every day. And for God... Please put Your hands of protection upon them in their departments and all that they have to go through and deal with. And we pray this in the most precious and holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: The last area that we want to recognize today perhaps is the string that ties it all together. Because each and every officer whether woman or man, leaves every day a part of them behind as they walk out the door to serve the community. They leave their family behind. So we want to recognize those that have uh, families that have are here today, and those of you that have served in the law enforcement. Your family is here today. If you're a family of a law enforcement, rather son, daughter, mother, whatever, brother, sister, would you stand as we recognize the families of our law enforcement today? As you know every day because we have law enforcement in our church every day some of our own church family has to deal with watching their loved one leave the house wondering if they've said all they need to say. So we want to pray for those families today and the burden that you carry for those of you that might be watching at home for, for those families we pray for you as well. So let's bow our head in prayer. Father We're thankful, Father, for the families that are the ones that are the supportive and encouragement on the everyday scene of life. Lord, they're the bright spot at the end of a busy and crazy and dark-filled day. Lord, they're the hope in which many officers look forward to to fulfill the time of their shift so that they can go home to be with their loved ones. For those families that... uh, Father, that struggle every day with the concern and the thoughts, O oh Lord, of what might happen this day. For we know not, Lord, for we do not have a crystal ball and we don't see the future, but we are thankful that we can cry out to one who knows it all. And so, Heavenly Father, we pray that you would bring comfort and peace upon the families. Lord, we're thankful, Father, for the sacrifice that they make, O oh Lord, for the long hours. And, Lord, uh, Um, the lack of appreciation that they also receive as family of law enforcement. Lord, we're thankful for the service that they give. Lord, for the things that they do to help those that are in law enforcement serve diligently, faithfully, and with true heart. So Father, thank you for the loved ones that uh, we uh, look upon today. Lord, we're thankful for their support and for them being here today. We're thankful, Father, for the ones that we do not see, the ones that we do not know. But Lord, you know each and every one. And so, Father, for those that are struggling because um, the job has put so much stress upon their marriages and their families, that things are struggling and hurting at home, I pray that, Father, that your Spirit would, would mend the brokenness, would heal the wounds, Lord, when there's times when they can't share the, 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 the ugliness of the world in which they've seen and it seems as though they're locking themselves out, I pray that You would open up their hearts to their loved ones. I pray that, Father, that there would be an understanding. There are just some things that we don't need to see and we don't need to know, but we need to love. And God, I don't know anybody else that can do that for them but You. No counselor, no friend, no minister. But I know the spirit of my God, and he is able. And so, Father, I pray your spirit rest upon each and every home of each and every officer that serves in our area. And, Lord, where they're struggling, Lord, may they find hope, help, and comfort in the Lord. And, Father... We want them to know that, Lord, where we can help, we want to. Let them know that we are a church that loves them, cares for them, praying for them. And, Lord, may your Spirit minister unto them in a way that only you can, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. What we're going to do at this time is transition into a time...